Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And I've got to say, I've, I've been in the game now for 40 years. Our, our culture at the club, our men and women's programs, is the best I've seen in 40 years. And that's because of the people, the leadership, um, the, the clarity and strength and resilience of that culture. So these behavioural issues will be held to account by those leaders because everyone's so clear on the standards of disciplines and expectations. A strident Gary Pert on this station back in October. That was the standard that Melbourne asked to be judged by, and that's where we measure them against today. Amongst your thoughts, Melbourne supporters are filthy. All the reassurances over the summer from the club, and now this drops weeks before the season. Melbourne needs to do their own investigation into this, especially now other players are potentially involved. Jake Niles, the chief footy writer for The Age. Nobody had a deeper understanding of the anti-doping code during the Essendon saga than Jake. Hello to you, Jake. Hi, Jared. Good chat. Um, what's, what was your reaction when all of this landed last night? My reaction was that uh, the Joel Smith, uh, first of all, that Joel Smith's career is as an, as an AFL footballer is over. I, I don't, I think we can debate you know, we can talk about the uh, uh, what the penalties may be, and it's, it's it, from my read of it and looking at the, the code with, with the AFL do- anti-doping code. The AFL for the for the listeners essentially adopt the WADA code, so it's actually under the AFL anti-doping code. And um, listening to Catherine Ordway before, yes, that's my read of it was yeah, that's four years minimum for a trafficking or attempted trafficking uh, charge. So look at that, and he's 27. So I don't think... The other thing about Melbourne is Melbourne were not happy with uh, with him. So my point was, he, well, first of all, his career, I, th- I don't see him wearing the red and blue again. That's his under provisional suspension. I would be staggered, given what he's, the position that he has conceivably put the Melbourne Football Club in. I would be very, very surprised if we saw him again. That's the first point. The second point, and the more serious point for Melbourne, clearly clubs, Jared, as you know, move very quickly into cauterising the wound. And the wound here is what's on the other end of those text, text messages. And that is that got to be Melbourne's biggest concern, is what is at the other end of the text messages and what's the potential fallout if, if it's found that there are other players who are enmeshed in this investigation by sport integrity. Bear in mind also, just for the listeners of the backdrop, sport integrity is the old Asada. But relations between Asada, as it was in the Essendon days, and the AFL were, were let's, let's call it vexed. Yes. I, I think they, they did a joint investigation, but there was a lot of mistrust on both sides. And um, I think that that's a backdrop to this that people shouldn't ignore. We had the Lockie Whitfield. In some ways, this is more analogous to the sort of Lockie Whitfield situation where an illicit drug issue gets taken into the, anti, into, into the rules of an anti-doping um, enforcer in the case of Asada slash Sport Integrity. And that's where Melbourne is now, and Melbourne have to try. Melbourne will try to isolate this as much as possible to Joel Smith. That's my essential take. Do you think that's fair or unfair? 
Well, I think it's just pragmatic. I, I don't. I, the fairness really doesn't come into this. I mean, he he deserves his his um, due process, and he has the AFL Players Association. He has legal representation with, with Ben Isle, is a very good lawyer who also acted in the uh, in the Essendon matter. Um, I, I think he'll he'll get. He, he deserves every every. But practically speaking, Jared, the position that he's got the club in um, doesn't bode well for him at Melbourne. And uh, but I think that Melbourne will be uh, the, 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 the problem that they've got is that obviously the Clayton Oliver situation is a backdrop to this where he's had some behavioural issues. He's a champion player that they really need to get up and firing to win the premiership, to give themselves a chance, not just for this year but for the coming years. You know, he's a four-time best and fairest winner. There's that going on, and then there's then there's there's been other issues around the club a bit where their culture's been questioned, which led to those Gary Pert comments. Well, I think Melbourne um, Melbourne really need to, rather than coming out and asserting these things, they need to examine themselves, and that was my position back when this first surfaced. How yes, how intent does it? How intense does it make the spotlight on Melbourne? Is typically successful teams don't waste terribly much energy on stuff that's happening extraneously, and yet this is front and square for them. The reputation damage is there. We measure them against their own bar of the best culture in 40 years, and then for the issues they're about to deal with in a football season anyway, which is two consecutive straight sets exits. So what does it do to their to their story arc in 2024? Well, I think it's really difficult for Melbourne, but Melbourne has to... The playing group, it comes down to the strength of the leaders in your playing group. Now, Max Gorn is a fantastic um, front you know, man, and um, I think he's a good leader in getting the temperature of the playing group, but there's got to be a lot of support for Max Gorn. This can't be all put on Max Gorn. It's often felt to me like Max bears an inordinate burden at that football club as someone who's a spokesman. I think that the, the, the senior players, you know, Christian Petraka, uh, Stephen May, who's had his own, you know, little brushes here and there with, with behavioural issues. The, these, you know, Angus Brayshaw is obviously an exemplary character. Um, Jack Viney is a good leader. They need to get that group of people and others. And the, the playing group needs to take on board. And they need to also be accountable. To, I think they've got to be in the media, some of those more... Um, Credible players who can actually speak about these issues and talk about where the club is and and what they're actually doing. I don't want to throw um, Joel Smith under a bus, and but I think that in the end, um, it's it, it's it's a situation that your point and Catherine Ordway's point about how long these investigations take. My biggest concern, if I was Melbourne, would be how can we end this quickly? Because the the pattern of sport integrity investigations slash Asada. As you said, Jared, is very, very long. They, they, they spend months clearing their throat. Yes. So how long is this going to go on for? Now, we could be dealing with this next year. I, I, I'm, I'm, that's just a guess. Who knows? I would hope, if I'm the AFL, if the AFL want to do Melbourne a service, it's to get in the room with, with Sport Integrity and just insist on this being dealt with quickly, as quickly as possible, and, and cooperation of people. But, of course, there'll be lawyers everywhere because that's what happens. So... I think that that also causes delays. The other thing we'd have to consider is: is there now a sport? Is there now an AFL integrity subsequent investigation? I would so say I was one. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering about that, Jake. Is is there an AFL integrity obligation to investigate those same text messages that SIA has just used to lay these charges? 
I'd say there is, yes. I, I can't see how they, they're investigating all sorts of things that are much less potentially uh, egregious, potentially, on, on the surface of it. Uh, so, yeah, I would say there has to be. Um, do the AFL even have the resources now to, to, to do all these things at once when they're dealing with Taryn Thomas and all sorts of other things? So the AFL, the way they can help Melbourne is by getting this dealt with as quickly as possible because otherwise the whole season could have a cloud over it, couldn't it, Jared? It, I mean, it could, we've seen yep. that with other teams. And that is a really difficult place to live in. So what's, what's Melbourne's obligations today is that they would have known some of what's been happening uh, behind the scenes, although there's removal from these sorts of investigations. What, what, what is their, in, uh, their obligation today, do you think, to their, to their club, to their members and, and to the AFL community? Oh, I think as a starting point, Melbourne, you would be surprised if they, they, would, they would, didn't put out some, missive to me- some message to members. That would be a, a you know, first point. And I think they need to engage with the, the, the media in terms of um, Gary Pert and or Kate Roffey fronting the media today um, and taking it on the front foot and in, in potentially, in the coming days, Simon Goodwin. I think your club leaders, they're the people that have to speak for you, and that's the president, that's the CEO, and that's the senior coach. And, of course, Max Gorn. Max Gorn, I'm sure, I think he's got a public uh, appearance today. Yeah. So, uh, with Auskick, I think that's right. So, that's look, it. it'll be interesting to see what Max has to say. Yes, yes, he's the first one up. Jake, thank you for your insights. Much appreciated, as always. Thanks, Jerry. Jake Nile is the chief footy writer at The Age. Hi, Jared. A culture is built through strong leadership, but for these issues to keep recurring, there must be a deep drill down into what is fostering these behaviours. 